0: we trying to behave ourselves on the story? Well, y'all know what we're thinking right now.
1: <laughs> I'm ready for the night. I got a little extra. Angie, I don't know what might come out of my
2: mouth tonight. I you your kids. <laughs> tell them to sit their badasses down so we're grown folks in here talking. T G I F.
0: Hey everybody, it's your girl, Claudia Jordan. It's Wednesday and I'm back with a brand new episode of award-winning tea, (laughs) G-A-I-F. I'm gonna wait it to the ground, y'all. I'm just saying, I'm just letting you know right now that we're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest news and the headlines and in the news and social media. Now sit back, relax, and get ready for this hot tea. From my understanding, not all of us are drinking tonight. Some of us are trying to change our lives and be (laughs) um, better human beings. So with that being said, let's introduce my first co-host. uh, Talk show personality, multimedia personality, funky Dineva. That is, uh, uh, I believe, dry. Are you dry?
2: Hey, y'all! And yes, I'm trying something new. I'm trying to do something real different.
0: Oh, we didn't get the hand. They don't complain.
2: (laughs) I'm trying to transition to beer and wine and give up some of this hard alcohol. So we're gonna see how this goes.
0: Well, well, we wish you well. We wish you I don't need
2: y'all out there thinking I need to go to a sobriety counselor or nothing like that. It's for health reasons. I don't have a problem. I'm just <laughs> just trying to. I'm trying, just trying to make sure my body is good so I can continue to attract gentlemen callers well through my fifties, like you and Al.
0: Ooh. okay. <laughs> you know. Okay, you would hope to look this young at our age. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> Yo, and please welcome us on who I know is not getting rid of liquor anytime soon, brand strategist Al Reynolds. Al, what's going on?
1: What's going on, Claudia? You're right. You know it's not me.
0: I know. I used to have to run away from you. We used to hang out at Essence. I'd be like, oh, my God. Because Al don't know when to end the night.
1: No. Oh, are we going to Essence this year? It would be cool if we went to Essence, it. right? Maybe we should do something at Essence for they're our fans.
0: They trying to work on it right now. So Essence
2: people. Essence people. We is the award-winning TGIF. You got three very recognizable faces. You got two people on here who have already worked it in this NY payroll system already. <laughs> That's me and Claudia. <laughs> All we got to do is fill out an updated W-9, and we ready to work.
0: Um, yes, one more time for the people in the back. I think that we should be out there.
1: Yeah. I think it would be a good idea.
0: Okay, Essence. All right. Well, Funky has spoken. Please make it happen. Now, over the weekend, uh, we received the Media and Arts Award at the eighth annual Truth Awards in Los Angeles. Al and I hit the red carpet, and Funky was absolutely with us in spirit. How does it feel, fellas, to have won this award?
2: Yeah, (laughs) we were there.
1: It was. Listen, it was pretty incredible for me. Like, I, I don't know, Better Brothers, that was my first time working with them. They gave me an incredible suite at the hotel. They they flew me out. They treated me like a king. It was just a magical night. The, the venue was beautiful, well-lit. Everything just ran so smoothly. I don't know which PR team worked at Red Carpet, but they did an amazing job. Thank you to Shirley, Ralph, and Vincent Holmes, who are the founders who created this eight years ago. To me, and being you guys being on the hill of, of my coming out and living in my truth and walking in my truth. It was just a magical night for me. I couldn't have asked for a better evening.
0: It was really nice. And they, it, they put together a fantastic show. Well done, professional, beautiful. The, it was really pretty. Like it looked like a, a very well and I look like it was a high end award show. It was very classy.
1: Right. Lonnie was hosting Scott Evans Kenny Lattimore sang. Claudia what was that group of women that sang like eight songs they turned the entire evening out they've sung all of these old school um R&B they would be considered R&B songs mm-hmm. right I don't, they, I don't know. you know you know there was you, a lot
0: of people there that they, oh, like,
1: they have, was probably still working the carpet
0: <laughs> <laughs> i was out there for me it's been a long time for me since i've been on a carpet man and it was it was nice to see everybody and a lot of people really recognized and really watched TGIF, and that's what felt really good like just the, the sidebar conversations like i right. watch a show i love what y'all are doing it's hilarious i don't miss a show where it's funky you know there was a lot right. of that like people really were into it so Q, I mean, I think this is the first of many. I honestly, I'm just going to go ahead and claim that and put that out there. The reaction that we're getting, that's what I feel.
2: Well, I want to say thank you to you and Al most definitely for going and holding it down. I saw on social media you both look great. I I couldn't be there. I I got pulled away for another obligation. And thank you to Better Brothers. You know, so many times um, you have the blinders on because you're just working, working, working. And, of course, you have your friends, your family, and your your fans on Instagram saying stuff. And sometimes that stuff goes in one ear and out of the other, because that's what they're supposed to say. They're your people. But when you get recognized by like people you don't even know, and then you realize, Oh crap, people who, whose job is not to gas me up actually like this show. It it really does make it feel extra special. And I think this award will forever be always special to us because they will go down in history as the first people who have ever recognized this show. And for me, that means a lot.
0: You never forget the first unless he's a security guard working part time by the mall. Anyways, mm-hmm. moving. On. Mine
2: was in the park, child, behind a tree. But we'll talk <laughs> about that <them. laughs> Or oh, another, <laughs> <laughs> another day. Another <laughs> day.
0: Speaking of messes. Some,
2: I was on some rollerblades, child.
0: Isn't oh. it funny what you like? What made you get with your first? My he first was reminded me of a member, huh?
2: He was in the Corvette. I was in some rollerblades behind a tree. Oh my goodness. Did, did you keep your rollerblades on? What? <laughs> it's a very interesting story, honey.
0: You kept on your rollerblades as you lost your virginity?
2: <laughs>
1: wow. <laughs> this is going left.
0: <laughs> what? Speaking of scandalous, awesome. of, uh, speaking of scandalous <laughs> entanglements, uh, Jesse Simolet's legal team has been working hard to get Jesse released from jail. And it looks like their hard work has paid off because Jesse uh, is now set to be released on bond soon. An appeals court said that Jesse could be released after posting a personal recogniz- recogniz- uh bond. Oh, I messed that word up. You know what I meant. Uh, of $150,000. What do y'all think about this update, Al? What do you think about the 150? What do you think about him getting out on bond?
1: I have mixed emotions about this, uh, to be honest. I'm I'm just going to be very frank and forthright and transparent. I have very mixed emotions about this. However, you know, the family said that he was getting vicious threats of, of being sodomized uh, also, his doctor wrote a note and said that Jesse has a, a compromised immune system and that because of his compromised immune system, if he catches COVID, there's a, a chance that he could die. And then mentally, after we saw that breakout, that outbreak or that outcry in the courtroom, I just don't know how mentally stable he is and prepared to serve any time behind bars.
0: OK. All right. Q, what do you think?
2: Um, This is TGIF, right? Mhm. So we are going to spill the tea. Um it's always very telling when a gay man says he has a compromised immune system. Um you know, I am not saying Jesse has HIV or AIDS, but oftentimes when a gay person follows up with compromised immune system more times than not, that's part of it. So I found it interesting that just he would be willing to potentially spray his tea if mm-hmm. that is his tea just to get out of jail mm-hmm. number one um number two like al i have mixed emotions i mean at the end of the day you did it but a lot of people feel like the crime did not the time does not fit the crime and so i think that this is a nice perfect healthy balance he got embarrassed he got sent away to jail he got smeared now you got to pay your little fine, do your little house arrest, wear your little ankle bracelet, and you're good to go. I think all is well in the hood, and I think for the activists out there in the free justice, smaller crowd, this should quiet them all up.
0: I see the people out there making it a black thing, and of course, we already know. You know, we don't even have to go into it. It's a it's a fact that there's definitely um, unfairness when it comes to sentencing. Um, this is not a civil rights thing. I think he did do it. He should get something, um, but it is a bit extreme for considering what other people get for far worse crimes. And we know this. We know this. Uh, I, oh, that's a good point you made about his about saying that. But unless they say something else, like they, this, could be other reasons that he could he could have sickle cell. He could have a whole bunch of different things. Anemia. We don't know. Most so definitely. we're not saying that at TJF. I want to just make sure y'all don't run with that narrative. We're saying we're we're just you know theorizing what it could be. And what people assume it is when it's a gay man yep. but um wow if that is i mean yeah
2: okay i make the news. i just reported. it mm-hmm. that's right
0: <sighs> well i I'm, I'm glad he's getting out on bond and I, I hope he just gets on the straight now after this you know what i mean like what he was at the peak and then went to rock bottom within like three years which is you well, do
2: need 50 cent ass to help bring his <laughs> uh oh <laughs> we gonna need Fifty Cent ass to help bring his ass up out of this one.
0: Well, Fifty doing that now. Oh doing? Yeah. Hey, Fifty, can you talk to Fifty people?
2: <laughs> 50. Fifty people. Fifty. Well, hold on. I don't think Fifty be here for the gays. So, just uh, might... we could he can. Justin might have to go around Tyler Perry house. <laughs> 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 find out what all the hell going on, if he got any extra roles laying around there.
0: He could put our show on one of his power shows as like the feature TV show. right? Power.
1: Not Tyler Perry's house.
0: Power go right there and see if Tyler got any of them extra roles. <laughs> you,
2: you know, know what? i be writing them five minute movies and them ten minute plays. He could go around there and find out if he could play brown nephew or Cora boyfriend or, or something, you know. <laughs> sit up there <laughs> Next to Keisha Knight pull him, and, and he tried to resurrect her. you know. Hey, note
0: to self, never, when you interview Keisha Knight Pulliam, do not ever refer to her as Rudy on the red carpet because I did that once.
1: <laughs> she wore
2: you out? She didn't appreciate she tried. Her. She
0: was mad. She, I was like, that's the only role I know you from. I don't,
2: now, you I don't know. You know what's look. funny too? And I, and, and, and I know Keisha I wasn't, from Atlanta. I, I know Keisha from Atlanta. People kill me though. Like, girl, don't, don't do that. Like, I wasn't insulting her, but that's, I know you the girl. Girl, that's the only thing anybody know her for.
1: <laughs>
2: and even that, and uh, I want my sweet little angel line, Pollyanna. Do you remember she was in Pollyanna? No, I didn't see that.
0: I just saw Cosby show. <laughs> so I was saying Rudy's all grown up and looking beautiful, and she got she was, <laughs> girl. I, was I was like, my bad, okay. Okay, moving on, um, Amber from the latest season of Jocelyn Hernandez show, Jocelyn's Cabaret, alleged that she was attacked by Jocelyn and Ballistic. Amber claims that Jocelyn and Ballistic injured her ribs during the show's reunion, which she says sent her to the emergency room. Now Jocelyn seemingly responded to the allegations in a series of tweets saying, "Yahoo, stay out my, huh? D-O-D-I-C-K, okay. And go, damn, it's even hard to read what she says. And go get you some money. Mind you, all you hoes, forever my hoes. You work for me until you die. In another tweet, Jocelyn wrote, I ain't going to never stop. What are your thoughts on this? Q, I got to go to you first. Do you understand what I just read? I don't.
2: I don't know what in the Rosetta Stone hell that was (laughs) you to read. And, you know, I'm going to keep it all the way, Q. I try to be polite. When I went to uh, Jocelyn's Cabaret um, two weekends ago or two weeks ago, I tried to be polite. I posted this what she got on, y'all, because I didn't want to say nothing about the performance. Um, The Zeus Network and Jocelyn and that cabaret, they ought to be a damn shame of themselves because I'm here to let you all know there is no cabaret. All right. I went to Jocelyn's Cabaret to see the performance. And there is absolutely no cabaret. These girls are are competing for absolutely nothing. It does not exist. Jocelyn got on stage. She performed four or five of her songs while random girls from the show in basically freestyle dance behind her. There was no walking out, curtain rise, chair dance, and five, four, seven, eight. There was none of that. There was no matching costumes. There was no matching uniforms. There was none of that. There is no cabaret. So to think that these people, even to think that this girl just got beat up post the cabaret that I went to makes this whole thing even more pathetic that you got beat up in vain.
0: Al, what do you think about the non-cabaret cabaret dancer getting beat up going on you know uh
1: i thought that what the young lady did was actually very clever uh she took herself to the hospital she created a police report she complete she created a hospital uh report uh she showed us everyone that was looking the bruises that were um inflicted on her ribs if she can, if she handles this correctly i think zeus network as well as uh Jocelyn and her husband may have a case on their hand, depending on the paperwork that she signed and her release. There might be a case here.
0: Unfortunately, with a lot of reality shows, you do sign off saying you can't sue your your castmates because it's expected that these things happen. But again, we don't know what their contracts are. I know Zeus is a newer network. I I would sue if someone bruised my ribs and really... And and a man jumped in and fought me as well. I just think the show... I wish it really was a cabaret and I wish Jocelyn would do that. I think it would elevate her instead of just being a show where you get on there and you punk and disrespect these girls and it goes viral every week. And that's basically a show you shitting on women every single week and being extremely rude. And, and everybody's saying, why aren't they fighting her back? Cause I would never let no one talk to me like that. And then we get it and the girl gets injured. So.
2: You know, the sad um, part about it is, it, it, and it's funny. I love the success that the black man from Zeus is getting. Mm-hmm. I hate what he's doing to get it right Zeus, it, Zeus, it, there's no way without saying the content is trash
0: well he's saying that and i've asked him about this that he is planning on and having some balance and you know dre and dre's show and some others uh, there are some it's some balance but uh, you know i hope it goes that other way as well all right y'all we're gonna take a quick commercial break and we'll be back with more tgif after this hey guys welcome back to tgif now uh 50 cent took to instagram to defend monique against tyler perry and oprah who she claims blacklisted her from the industry. Now, in his post, 50 Cent asked the film industry to start casting Monique in films again. He wrote, I'm sure Oprah Winfrey and Tyler Perry would not want to continue to allow their influence to damage Monique's career. And this has gone on for far too long now. So now would be a good time to apologize because I'm going to put it back on. Uh, Al, what do you think about what 50 is trying to do for Monique? I
1: just, I love it. I'm here for it. I love it. I I, I I, this is why we like 50 cents sometimes. <laughs> I, I think him using his platform to speak the truth is good. Now, we might not agree with how uh, Monique and her husband do business. Some can argue either side of that fence. But one thing we can't argue is how talented that woman is the cultural barriers that she broke down on the Parkers, as well as Moesha, the cultural barriers in the the content that she created as one of the best comedians in the game. We can't ignore that. And she just is a very good actress. My only question is why now? He could have done this long time ago. So my question, and maybe the soulmates can help us out. What is the rumbling? What's the, what's the talk or what's the tea? Why is 50 cent all of a sudden after years of seeing this debate standing on her side now?
0: I'm going to tell you why Monique about a year ago requested to sit down on my show right here and have an interview. And it got out and I got some phone calls after that. Then TS Madison blew it wide open when she had Monique on her show, and it just took it to a way just a next level where it just caught the attention of so many people. So, Mm -hmm. right now, Monique and TS Madison's names are intertwined, and it's hot right now. And everyone's starting to see a different, they're starting to come around before they're like, nah, Monique, but they're starting to see a different side. And here, and, and I think they're they're she's winning people over. So, now I think people are seeing it's good business to do business with Monique and 50 sees that. That's what I think. Q, what do
2: you think? So I want to clarify one thing. Al, that lady ain't never did a single episode of Moesha. <laughs> oh, was that the
0: wrong
1: show? Yeah, you
2: said you said the Parkers and her role of Moesha. I was like, Moesha. <laughs> what, what was the other was show? And, and Dale played on both of them. Yvette Wilson, who passed away. She Got played it. on both. But nevertheless, she was, she was Moesha adjacent. Um... I'm with Al, so so I think it's great. You know what I'm saying? I think it's great. I, I wish that other people would have picked her up, you know, Will Packards and and 50 Cent, all these all these people out there who could have been gave Monique a job. You know, the only thing about it is I'm glad she's getting back to work, but I definitely question 50 Cent's motors, right? Like 50 don't have no history of just doing something from the goodness of his heart. You know what I'm saying? Right. 50, 50 is a genius when it comes to what I call um, beef marketing or chaos marketing, you know what I'm saying? He gets mm-hmm. all in the middle of stuff and cracks jokes. And if you notice, he always hashtags his brands or his cognac or his latest project, which I noticed what he was doing on some of these things. But I also think 250's credit and Monique's benefit, it's a good marriage. Some roles and stuff that 50 Cent is on these various powers and stuff, they don't require you know, a Meryl Streep, Viola Davis skill of acting. Therefore, 50 Cent can promise that he would give Monique a type of role. And I could definitely see Monique being in one of those like Monet, Mary J. Blige roles that, that 50 Cent is created for Mary on one of those shows. So uh, despite his motives, it's a win-win for everybody. And I like it. <laughs>
0: I think it does help everybody across the board, even Tyler Perry and Oprah. It shows that she's actually really not blacklisted. They may Mm -hmm. not have apologized publicly like she wanted to, but it shows that there are still out there, there's still people out there willing to work with her. Mm -hmm. And again, it's totally on brand for 50 that attaches like to jump into this. Mm -hmm. It makes for great headlines. His name, Monique, Tyler Perry and Oprah are in the same conversation and Mm -hmm. we are gonna watch it for it. And we know even if he's being petty, We know it's gonna be, it's gonna put something out good. And I Mm -hmm. think they all win. I think it's a way for all of them to look good. And I hope one day they can all just say, you know what? We're past it all.
2: But I'm gonna say this Monique, if our brother 50 Cent gets you put back on and you start getting roles independent of him, mama, you got to let that other stuff go. You got to let it go. You got to figure out a way to move through life without that apology that you may never, that you may never, ever get. If you get a reset in this business, mama, please let that stuff go and leave them people alone.
0: All right, Monique, if you're watching, we all want to see you work. We want to see you all work. We really do. Are
2: y'all sure she never played on Moesha?
1: Not even um, a couple of not
2: even a couple of appearances. I'm pretty positive Monique has not been on Moesha. Not not big enough for someone like you to attribute her to Moesha.
0: <laughs> you know, I see Al watching more Friends than Moesha. Right, I, y'all. I used to watch
1: Creek. I used to watch The Parkers. I used to watch Moesha. I, I enjoyed those
2: shows. Apparently didn't watch it enough. You thought Monique played on it. Just I
1: soulmates help me out. Somebody what the chat say. I feel like she did some appearances on Moesha. I didn't make this up. Claudia, read the chat.
0: I don't have it up tonight because I'm trying to stay focused. Oh okay. production, <laughs> says
2: on e- <laughs> production says she played on one episode. All right. Well, I was one. Trying. Okay. Production line
0: okay all right wait we, we uh we got some comments i i, I am gonna read that the, the production put in uh leon davis jr says good he's giving her the grace she deserves i hope monique takes down the opportunity and kicks the door down and Valicia hall says tgif people tgif people congratulations on your award love your show and aaron thomas says somebody needs to get jocelyn check and hooked on phonics <clears throat> and uh okay all right. Okay. That's what they're saying. They, they, ta- they talking. All right, let's move on. Okay, we're going to skip that. We're going to skip that. All right. Now, uh, a federal judge ruled against former Trump administration official Omarosa Newman now, that's her married name, in uh, order her to pay more than $60,000 in a lawsuit the Justice, Justice Department brought against her after then-President Donald Trump fired her. Now, the case found Omarosa hadn't complied with federal ethics requirements, citing that public officials file financial disclosures when they leave a government job. Al, what are your thoughts on this story?
1: You know, I just want to make every, I want everyone to be very clear. This is not a Republican versus Democrat thing. This is not a black versus a white thing. This is you held a government job in the White House. And as you exit, you're supposed to fill out particular forms disclosing your financial situation. Not only did she not do it, but she hasn't done it to date, which makes her in violation. So even though the fine was only fifty thousand dollars, her interest and penalty has upped it to $60,000. But let me tell you something, something we know about Amarosa is she's going to take this bad and she's going to turn it into an opportunity to be on somebody's show. I can promise you Amarosa is going to take this opportunity of something that she wasn't, that she was supposed to do that she didn't do and make it an opportunity to make money, whether it's another book, whether she go back on Big Brother or something like that. I can promise you this woman is going to turn this around.
0: Hugh, what do you think about this, Hapa? Because I don't like her, and it's a known fact, and I have my reasons why, because I was at the funeral, and the way she acted was trifling. And Well, fake. you know, she,
1: she got the money, too, because didn't she get a million-dollar trust from your friend, from him?
0: You know what? The timeline is very not good and not cool. And the family still reaches out to me to this day, complaining about what they that they allege that she did to her, to them. And I'm not saying allegedly, because I know for a fact what she did. And I will never forgive her for what she did and how she handled the death of Michael Clark Duncan, leaving that gravestone with no name on it for years. But she was using that credit card allegedly. All right, Q, go ahead.
2: Child, I want to hear about the credit card. Dude,
0: I, and what, going the story on at, at Well,
2: Ford's the family And that, and that family. Willie Watkins girl, screw the government. The government just sent <laughs> $69.7 billion dollars to Ukraine. They'll be all right. Who, who got the credit card? Now? Who got the credit card? What happened?
0: Jeez. I'm saying that I got calls for a very long time and I have uh, all, all the texts and proof if y'all need it that there were things that were left unfinished when it came to him. And he was a good friend of mine. And I really am still upset about that, how this man was treated. I'm upset about what she said on Celebrity Apprentice with the mics on. I have access to this man's foundation money if I need to use it. She said it on the mic. I already talked about this. So I just don't have any respect for her. So whenever her name comes up, I'm never going to have anything positive to say. So if y'all want me to um, be nice, don't put her name in the story on, on my script. Because I don't respect that bitch. I don't. And this is not a foxhole thing. This is a Claudia Jordan thing. Mm. Okay. I'll tell y'all when, when we go on break. Was All that right. messy? Was that bad? Is that award-winning Oh, game? I think oh, you girl, told that. that's the
2: T and that's we o TGIF. <laughs> um, um soulmate somebody go around Forest Lawn and see if they don't put that man's name on their tombstone. Um take up a collection of something for the family. Uh, whatever. We could do a fish fry uh, Saturday at the next down at uh, New Mount Zion Missionary Baptist Church on the corner at <laughs> 7 We'll do a fish fry if they ain't got it together just yet.
0: Oh, Lord. He deserves better, and she deserves all, all the smoke.
1: Yeah, he was a good guy, though.
0: So everyone loved him.
1: Everybody did. Mm.
0: Well, I don't know what to say after this, so do we go to commercial? Mm. Pray for us, Lord. And one of y'all pray?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: we Q, got you, our Q,
2: Lord. You, you, we don't get sued.
0: <laughs> Q, no, I said, uh, listen, I don't lie. Q, you want to take us to commercial with a prayer?
2: Lord, <laughs> Lord, help this woman.
0: Welcome back to TGIF, award-winning TGIF, where you come for the tea, you get all that and more. All right, y'all. Do y'all struggle um, between wanting to eat healthier but dreading the process of cooking. Well, whether you're looking for carb-conscious, gluten-free, plant- plant-based, or calorie-conscious options, Green Chef has flavorful, good-for-you recipes that are sure to satisfy you. Now, Green Chef makes cooking easy, so you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals. Green Chef offers 35 nutritious and flavorful options to choose from every week, featuring premium, clean ingredients that are seasonally sourced for peak freshness. Now, enjoy your greens while being green. Green Chef is the most substantial meal kit, offsetting 100% of their plastic packaging in every box and 100% of their carbon footprint and emissions. Now, Green Chef's pre-portioned ingredients mean you'll actually reduce your food waste by at least 25%. Now to get your hands on the number one meal kit for eating well, go to greenleaf.com slash TGIF. That's a greenleaf.com slash TGIF, uh, one three zero and use code TGIF one three zero to get $130 off plus free shipping. Mine is on the way. And I complain about my weight loss and all this problem, these problems all the time. So I'm really excited to get my green chef package. So check them out and let us know what you think. We're gonna take a quick commercial break and back to the tea when we come back right after this. Welcome back to T G I F y'all. All right, getting back to the T. It's official. Ty Young and Mimi Files have split up. A recent viral video seemingly shows Ty Young getting close to WNBA star Dijanae Carrington. And that's when Ty posted that she's single. And despite getting engaged to Mimi me uh, 65 days ago, they're not going through with marriage. Ty Young posted this on her social media. Normally, things happen in silence. But since we're here, you can't cheat when you're single. And I guess you can't have friends either. Al, cute. are y'all shocked?
2: That girl was not your friend. That girl was somebody of romantic interest. And that's why you had that knee-jerk reaction to respond to it the way you did. Now, rather than not her and Mimi were broken up prior to that video, who's to say only Claudia would know because you was her roommate for all them years. So what she don't say <laughs> she, she you right here asking us what she told you.
0: She told me that they were not broken up, that Ty had been acting funny the last couple of weeks, and then that girl was a teammate, that they had planned a trip to Jamaica, Ty, and I'm so mad at you because I was just at y'all engagement party for Right, Newport I Day saw those pictures. In Atlanta. Ty, I wasn't feeling you for Mimi when I first met you. I really wasn't. My Like, there was a spirit about, like, there was something about you, but I grew to care for you and, crew, and, and, and the way Mimi was so happy, so I, like, came around, and I hate when you feel a way about someone in the beginning and then you go against that, and you go, you know what? I was wrong. And then you go around and do this so publicly after all that begging to get her back and putting a ring on her finger. And Mimi, don't give the ring back. When they cheat, you keep the ring. When you cheat, you negotiate. That's what so I'm so saying. You know what? We finished,
2: well, I, I, got forward, I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm moving forward. We're to create a new rule on TGIF. We are not going to toss. To either one of us, when somebody on the panel got the full <laughs> tea, okay, because if somebody got the full T, it don't even make
0: no sense for the uh, other two people to give their input. Right. Well, I was well, gonna I try was to be professional. Ones. I was gonna try to be professional, but tonight yes, professional. I'm spicy. <laughs> this <is> like
2: professional, <laughs> they
0: asked to go watch
2: the view if they look but wait, but professional. But wait, but wait, can I
0: spicy
1: share? tonight? Go ahead, I just Alan. want to share this. Don't y'all? Aren't y'all like? Is anybody concerned for little Eva? No, the No, I'm saying, think about it. Little Eva has just like, y'all, let's just stick this. Let's peel this cat. Let's peel this potato. All right. Little Eva, poor little thing. She has watched her daddy get all sex on Instagram while doing an interview, a public divorce with uh, Faith on interviews back and forth. And her mother now in it going to the altar with the woman, not going to an altar with the woman, engaged, not engaged. Like I'm really concerned about that little young girl. She's got to be traumatized
2: from all, all of all this. All
1: things constant.
2: That little girl is in her room playing with dolls. And hopefully, you know, Mimi strikes me as a very good mother. And hopefully in her mothering, she's like those mothers that don't just freely let their kids have phones. Um, As crazy as love and hip hop has been since its inception, I am pretty sure that Mimi has mechanisms in place to shield Eva from as much of grown folks Social media business as possible, so I think Eva's probably doing just fine. It's
1: not that; it's it's Eva's friends whose mamas are in the friends talking in front of the friends and they little kids go
2: schools. She go to white schools. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I will say, I'm uh, concerned
2: for little Eva. I don't Eva care.
0: is one of the most well-adjusted kids I've ever. Mimi really goes a great length to protect that little girl. But I hear what you're saying, Al. Other people can like run their mouth, but um. You know She go to
2: white people school. Them kids don't know who her mommy is. Yeah, they do. Everybody know Mimi.
0: I'm going to say this about Mimi. Mimi has one of the most beautiful souls of any people person right. I've ever met. When we were roommates back 20-some years ago in LA, it was like 25, 26 years ago. She was the dopest friend. She took care of all her responsibilities. The house was always clean. She was never late on bills. She was solid. She's a girl. If you need to ride to the airport, she's not going to make you ask. She's going to offer. She's just good people. And a lot of people take advantage of Mimi. She's very kind. She had a very traumatic upbringing, which we all know about that. Her mom being in Scientology and leaving her stranded and all kinds of things, losing people close to her, abusive relationships. And despite all that, she still gives people like Ty a second and a third chance. And she's still like an optimist. So it's sad when people take advantage of knowing that Mimi just wants a family unit. She wants some kind of stability and love. People thought it was a gimmick. She was being a lesbian from TV. She's not. She's not. Did she
2: optimistically eat your carpet when y'all was roommates? No, she was not into girls back then.
0: And I've never (laughs) had someone eat
2: my vagina. Wait a minute. Okay, so eat your carpet means what? Oh, my God, Al. Al. Al, you will kill any joke. Okay, fine. You have never heard carpet muncher eat your carpet. Okay. All right. I'm not gonna be the one. If, if you don't know, you don't deserve to know. Go on. <laughs> <ahead>. <laughs>
1: Y'all tell me on the break. Maybe you know, also, maybe this Mona Scott gotta love this though. This makes great content. I'm not trying to be funny. He ain't on the show no more. She's,
0: she maybe is So People saying this is a storyline. She's been done with loving oh, okay. for a while.
1: I think this white wine got me loopy.
0: <laughs> is a, a lot things. Okay, we're going to move on. Daniel <laughs> Bellamy, a.k.a. Zeke from uh, Power Book 2, goes open up about an uncomfortable podcast interview he had where he was asked about his sexuality. He felt that the podcast host was trying to publicly out him and pressure him into saying that he's gay. Uh, and here's his response. As many of you are aware, I was derailed in an interview that sought to gain clout off my hard work and success. Since then, I've been focused on the healing, building my team, and never putting myself back in an environment like that again. He continued with, my goal is to be the best version of myself and to touch others to believe in a better version of themselves. Also, through my journey uh, and self-love and discipline before anything and anyone. What do you think about his response, Al? Al?
1: I get where it's coming from. I've been there. I've been there where even you don't even know who you are or or what your sexuality is at the time and how it may co- affect your career. So I understood his um, confusion in the interview. But the thing that I bothered me the most is, is, it just seems so sad to me. Does this happen in the Caucasian community? Are we constantly attacking our Black, does the Black, why does the Black community always have to attack or speculate about a man's sexuality? Who cares who he's having sex with and when? Like, what is the fascination with the Black community and always outing a Black man? I'm just confused with this. So, you know, he's got to have his space with his journey. So he's not there yet. And him not answering the question and beating around the bush was quite interesting, quite embarrassing. But I get it because I've been in that seat before. But I need to know, why is it that in the white community, in the Caucasian community, Caucasians don't deal with this type of stuff and don't put so much weight on a man's sexuality whereas in the black community we constantly are questioning a man's sexuality we question Will Smith we question Tyler Perry we question Jamie Foxx we question Hill Harper we question Van Jones what's the fascination with who these black men successful black men are sleeping with and why is there a fascination
0: Q what do you think I mean you just asked me if Mimi ate my carpet on live television Oh, it
2: was your carpet.
0: He still don't get it. Cute, <clears throat> cute, you, uh, you tell you, oh your brother? Get your brother.
2: Help this woman, Lord. Help me. <laughs> I got uh, you. You woman. know, I think that, um, you know, I, I, I want to attack this from a media personality perspective. And I just want to use this as a cautionary tale for those of you guys who are up and coming in YouTube, blog world, all this. This is not the way to go. You don't get longevity. Virality is one thing, but slow and steady wins the race. Whoever this person is in this podcast, you know, let's just say, for instance, you would have gotten this guy tripped up. All right, you'd have got a quick moment, you'd have made the shade room, you, you'd have been on the bus for three days, but then nobody would have ever came and spoken to you again. again yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh this week, uh, my Rick Ross interview that you guys can go to my YouTube page and check out that I did, um, when I asked him the question about. How does he think LGBT community and hip-hop merge or whatever the case may be? The blogs decided to pick up just that little 30-minute snippet and the narrative has become that I have tried to trip up Rick Ross and that I was trying to get a moment and that it was a stupid moment. Unbeknownst to the general public, if they start at the very beginning of the interview, Rick Ross and I made a very intimate and personal connection when we discussed how we both went to the Uh same high school or both Uh from the same area, which then made him very comfortable for us to have a very free-flowing conversation. Somebody like Rick Ross at the end of that interview said to me, I will speak to you again. When I see you at the festival, young brother, I would like to talk to you again. That's what you want when you sit down and you're able to get these interviews from these types of celebrities. You want to create a safe space so when something does go down and they need some media, they're going to come to you and they're going to volunteer to give you the story because they know that you are a safe space and you're not going to twist and manipulate their words and try to get a moment off of their name. Uh, Whether this young man is gay, straight, bi, or indifferent, it really is none of our business and shame on the person who tried to choke him up in this manner.
0: It's such a cheap shot. Like if the person feels comfortable with you, you might get lucky enough and blessed that they may choose your platform to open up on it, about it. You know what I mean? If you just make them feel comfortable, like it's your job to, you know, set them up. A lot of hosts make it about themselves, you know, and there's been some hosts that lost their gigs because they made everything was, well, when I, when I, and it's okay to do that sometimes, but when you make it about yourself and your moment, like you're not going to have longevity. You're not going to have people. You're supposed to set your guests up so they're comfortable and they want to tell you stuff. The best compliment you can get at, a, at, a, at the end of an interview is what Q just said. I would talk to you again. Mm -hmm. I I could talk to you all day. That is what you want to have as a host. Not, Oh, we're at 3000 viewers, by the way, you you get your little moment because we are in a microwave society. When it comes to press, you will be hot for not even a whole media, not even a day. Mm -hmm. Now it goes away so fast, good Mm -hmm. and bad. So are we going to
1: ignore the question about why are we so obsessed with the black male sexuality and who they're sleeping with?
2: I mean, I, I don't think, think we have enough time on this platform. to <laughs> talk and, about and, that. And, and, the, and the right expert. I mean, that we got to dig all into slavery and come all through the Harlem Renaissance and right. Not tonight.
1: Okay, but I do have to share this, everybody. I've been getting a text, so I I understand now that
2: carpet is a hairy
1: female part, right?
2: Yes. It's a... <laughs> <laughs> you guys are
0: really. Bless it's your heart. Not. Al, bless your heart.
2: It's coochie. It's 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 slang, and not to be offensive, it's slang for lesbians, carpet munchers.
0: Oh, I thought it meant that
1: was Harry. Okay, my bad. All right, we're gonna move on. My bad, y'all.
2: Al, I, where, where where were you born again? Leave me alone, please. What is was it called?
1: i in the military. My family grew up overseas. Middle, what is it? Middle Passage, Virginia?
2: <laughs> <laughs> like, did y'all have any type of cable where you could? <laughs> like, did y'all have a mall that the teenagers hung out at? They had to drive an hour or so to the mall.
0: Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with more of Educate Al when we return. <laughs> Welcome back to TGIF. Apparently, Al Reynolds is the Jessica Simpson of TGIF. Really, <laughs> Chrissy Kelly of Three's Bundy. Company.
1: Really, how many of y'all making me Megan McCain? Now I'm freaking Chrissy
2: is crap. Okay,
0: <laughs> he's Chrissy from Three's Company. Ain't
2: he? I'm <laughs> learning, <that's>, I, <sighs> I know he was a whole white woman. I know. Okay,
0: this this Say in
2: the something. comments.
0: They said Little House on the Prairie, Al. <laughs> Time Nesson says, Poor Al, bless his heart. I did watch
1: a little house on the prairie. That was one of my favorite shows.
0: Stevie Ray, how is he so clueless? He's legally blonde. Um, hi, uh, <laughs> hi like says, who, who wants to munch on my carpet?
2: Ooh, okay. call me, me. Call right now. <laughs> <laughs> Claudia got the number. <laughs>
0: Put that Uh-oh. up, Claudia. K-Unique, y'all are hilarious. The miseducation of Al Reynolds. They're going in right now. Oh, no. Okay. All right, moving on. We got to get to this story. Charlemagne. I love me some Charlemagne. Now, he insinuated that there may be a big reason why Ye is angry about Kim Kardashian dating Pete Davidson. Charlemagne said that in a heated phone exchange uh, conversation between him and Ye, Ye allegedly said the reason he's so bothered by Pete is due to the size of his genitals now everyone's been saying pete it got 10 inches he's been nicknamed pete the meat ariana grande made no secret of what he's working with al reynolds yes we gotta go to you first what do you think about
1: (laughs) (laughs) hey you know what i gotta be honest with you this is juicy to me and i love every second of it i feel like you know we saw how kanye responded to trevor noah we saw how kanye responded to dl hugley I want to know why has Kanye gotten selective about who he fights back on Instagram and social media and in the media with, because he's not messing with Charlemagne the guard yet. God yet. So I feel like Charlemagne might have a little bit of tea on Kanye that Kanye ain't ready for the
2: heat from Charlemagne.
0: Okay. Yeah. Key, what do, do
2: you think about this? Do y'all honestly see... As fragile of egos that straight men have, that one straight man said to another straight man, "The reason I'm mad is because I heard his dingaling was bigger than mine." Now, granted, I don't think Charlemagne has any reason to lie or whatever, but this just feels off to me. Yeah, man. And the real reason I'm mad, yeah, <coughs> right i about
0: to die. <laughs> I'm almost mad. <laughs> I
2: you almost, almost choked. You choked say that dumb mess. You yeah, man. Them. The reason I'm mad is because this thing bigger than mine. Like that just don't even feel right. So oh, you're I'm saying sure. you're saying
0: that's something a that straight man wouldn't say to another straight man.
2: Uh, yeah, I just do I just don't think straight men's egos are so doggone fragile that I don't even see a straight man in his most vulnerable of moments. I don't think you. You, you
1: Hold on, let me let me help you out. I don't think that was the exact conversation that they had. I think the conversation that was had was probably that Kanye is upset that people are using that narrative as okay. to why Kim left him a black man who is allegedly supposed to be, you know, known to have bigger uh yeah. me than a white man. But I think that is the the conversation that they had like he probably was like yo i can't stand the fact that people are trying to
2: say that she left me for a dude that's got a bigger piece than me gotcha well in in addition to that that whole conversation whether it's coming from the fans or kanye or whatever the case may be it's just a very immature conversation at the level in which they are at the level in which kim is playing at it is not about penis size trust and believe it but is you know when
0: when a guy gets left, though,
2: right, they come uh, up with
0: they, it's, it's everything. But it was my attitude. It was right. everything. But I ruined it. It's you. know, she probably think he's better. Got this more than me. You know, it's he probably rants. I could see him ranting about and just you know, you've seen his non-punctuated rants on social media. Can you imagine what a phone call would be? Can mm-hmm. you imagine? Hey, I uh, mean, we have some great. I,
1: I feel like we're not being honest right now, guys. I feel like uh, Pete the Meat is his nickname. Do you know how humiliating that is to be like the the most popular woman in the game right now got scooped by Pete the meat, meaning his meat is doing more for her right now than anybody else's meat in the game and especially yours, Kanye. So you didn't have enough meat to keep you hold your wife down. I, 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 you
2: know don't, I, don't, I don't think so. I think I don't think so. I think that whole trope is intellectually lazy. I think mm. it's cheap. I think it's low hanging fruit. I think it's very 16 year old high school freshman year of college. We are talking people. Uh, uh, um, so why is
1: why? Why are we running with Pete the Meat then? Why are we running with the narrative? Pete
2: because it's oh, very simple, because it, it's a cheap ass trope that's easy for people to laugh at. And it rhymes. That's why and, and well, also and also
0: people are scratching their head yeah. at this younger white man that people say oh he he is he's a dr- former drug addict he's had mental issues he's not as attractive he's not as wealthy so people got to try to wrap their brain about why she would go to him let me tell you something from a woman I don't, he got goes, me. I don't know how it goes in and with you know homosexual relationships but we may be hype about a man that we get a new man and he has bigger meat than our last man. But honestly, we'll take a smaller one if we have more sanity and calmness and protection in the relationship. It ain't about that. Like a woman with that much to lose ain't going to be with this man just because his thing is bigger. That's a bonus. That's icing on the cake. But she's not going to be with him. She had to be so sick of Kanye's stuff because he, he Kanye came with a lot of perks to leave that. I think that's just icing on the cake. And we're using that. You know, we're, That's us being immature. Kim ain't never yeah. said nothing about it. That's us. And think
2: about it. The minute minute a girl breaks up with a dude, what's the first thing she say? With your little dick self. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? And the first thing a dude say when he met with a girl, you was a hoe anyway. I mean, it's just it's a cheap shot. Yeah. Uh, Listen, Kanye had enough to put four babies in her. No,
1: remember they only made one regularly, like one, right? The other two were like
2: surrogates, right?
0: Yeah, she definitely is surrogate.
2: Yeah, sorry, Q. Oh, you are all sorry woman. You don't even want to sit up and have your own damn kids. No,
0: y'all. after I think after the second one, they said she her life could be at risk if she she has a condition that she could die in childbirth. That's it's why.
2: called perfect body condition. And I'm no, Britain she had a real Britain.
0: condition. Y'all remember her ankles were all swollen. <laughs> all
2: right, so, y'all. So I, was everybody else, Mama, who pushed the I, watermelon out of her couch.
0: Preeclampsia. She had something else. She really did. I, I promise y'all. She did. <laughs> hey, we got some breaking news, y'all. OK, uh, breaking news, a spokesperson for uh, Meta spoke with TNZ and said that Kanye has been uh, suspended from posting on Instagram for 24 hours due to violating Instagram's policies on hate speech, harassment and bullying. What y'all think? And about
2: that? spokesperson for Meta and in the words of Boosie Mark Zuckerberg, y'all full of shit. All right. Donald Trump said his big wide mustard bottle shaped ass on (laughs) y'all's very Internet and incited a whole insurrection and all types of hate and spewed all type of venom for a whole doggone year. And y'all did nothing. And he ran here bothering Pete. Now, all of a sudden, it spikes the sensitivity laws down in the standards and practices offices. Miss me with the B.S. and the agendas. Kanye West ain't did a tenth worse of what Donald Trump did.
1: I'm going to tell you, Jeff Bezos made a phone call to his good, good friend over there at Meta and said, we need to put a stop to this ridiculousness. And that's exactly how it got clipped. But I will say this.
0: Kanye did say something different. I mean, Trump, of course, I get what you're saying. Kanye personally said, "I have money to have you hurt, to deal, Hughley." Yeah, that was. And he it. also threatened to have the threats of Pete. I mean, he's yeah, yeah, doing personal, it. and he's yeah. directing his followers to one individual. They both should have been off, is what I think. You right though, Q? They well, did they wait a long something. time.
2: Now, didn't Donald Trump just start his own uh, social thing? Yeah,
0: but it keeps failing. It's trash. But you
2: watch and see Kanye run his ass over there, and spew all. You watch and see it's perfect storm. Perfect storm. He already in bed when you watch and see. You're not this man will not be silenced.
0: Right. He won't. Every day, though, we're getting I'm. I'm ugh.
2: Well, look, Kanye, if you're looking for a voice and an outlet, I just interviewed Rick Ross. <laughs> email me at, funky.neva at And I will gladly make you feel comfortable. We can discuss Pete, me. We well, listen,
1: listen, like. Q, Q, this could be something interesting because I was I, I, I saw Jason Lee at um, the event. Uh, Jason Lee was honored at the event, too. He won a social media award uh, and he's Kanye's media advisor. Right. Claudia? Yes.
0: Yeah, so he's maybe he can life. come do an interview with TGIF and right. Q.
1: We, you should you should ask uh, Jason Lee about it. I'm going to get Con- him on the line.
0: We have a fabulous conversation with Kanye West. I think it'd be amazing. I really do. All right, y'all. On that note, I, we got to end the show. I want to thank my fantastic co hosts Funky Dineva and Al Reynolds for joining us uh, again, just delivering. Thank you on YouTube. Stay tuned for Turned Out with T.S. Madison. We'll see you Friday with a whole bunch more tea. And we're going to educate Al on carpet munching in <laughs> the next two days. We'll be back. <laughs>